In this episode, we learn five core elements on how to storytell in your D&D game, what my one-to-one -one story rules are, and putting all of this to practice in your game. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. And share this episode with a friend if you'd be so kind. My name is GM Smudge, and welcome to the SmudgeCast. Hello friends, and again, welcome to the SmudgeCast. My name is GM Smudge, and I'm your D&D and storytelling mentor, helping you put to practice good storytelling for your D&D games. I've been playing D&D for a hot minute here. I started back in high school with a friend where we were just being silly in his kitchen, just him and I. He was sort of this GM, and I was this sort of player, and we just made up funny, silly stories. And then through the time, stopped for many years, then picked it back up back in 2018 with family and friends and I asked you know what I'd love to to GM and it, the rest is history as they say I, I've been it, it's become more than just a hobby right and I think we all know that it becomes like the livelihood of who we are as we get together and storytell with our friends and our families both online or together and all the different forms of storytelling within the game that we can actually tap into it's just it's so remarkable to me and I, and I think about that. I think about the the time and the history of D&D in my life and the thread thread that connects all of it together and why it matters to me has everything to do with the level of storytelling that you can experience that's unlike any other form of uh, like expression. I, I Obviously, you can collaborate with other people in a screenplay or you can collaborate with a song improv, theater, but there's something interesting about D&D &D and storytelling with people around you in this improvised, collaborative context. And it just, it feels so fun. But the problem that I see, and I've experienced probably more so than anything I've ever experienced when it comes to D&D, &D, is not necessarily learning and knowing how to actually story tell. I think we get all the rules and all the different guides and all the different things on how to role play and different aspects there, but what are the actual beats and tempo and texture of storytelling? Literally, how do I story tell? What actually is a story and defining what that really means because I think we play every week, and I'm not saying we're incapable, I'm actually saying the complete opposite. I think whether you're a new GM and you're a new player or you're someone that's been rooted in this for decades, I think that there is a level of growth and understanding and enjoyment of the game that we can add more value to the game and, and make more memories if we just tapped into understanding how to story tell just a little bit. Because I, again, know from experience, my games have fallen flat both as uh, a GM and also in, in forms of playing as a player in those ideas that I bring to the table. But I think what's, what's really hopeful for us is that it's not hard, truly. And, and so even kind of answering that main question of like, what is a story? I think about it this way too, is it's, it's basically a character or a group of characters trying to accomplish something and having an obstacle in front of them and seeing what they do with those actions that they take in the face of that obstacle. That's a story. And I think that there's so much room for us to add to our story, add to our games, add and, and grow from so that we can just 
sit back and and take a sip of our drinks and and laugh and enjoy the thousands of stories and memories that we've created that aren't our real memory, but are the memories that we are remembering through our characters and through our story. I just think we just need a little bit of some practical help. And so I'm always researching. I'm watching videos. I'm reading articles, movies, books, screenplays, you know, also that you don't have to. Again, I will also say that you'll hear this from me. I'm not a literature-based storytelling guru, and and I even don't necessarily like reading books. Like, I have so many friends and family that love reading even Harry Potter, and I'm like, ugh, I wish I had that. Where I love and where where my passion lies is more of the performance-based storytelling, like I alluded to earlier. But I'm also digging into different lessons from anything and breaking it down to make sense for us in our games for both the GM and the player. So players out there, don't think that this is just for GMs. This is absolutely for you because guess what? You have a huge hand um, in navigating your story. Now, I do think that sometimes things are black and white, but I think that there are so many different elements in storytelling that are a little bit gray and are really difficult for us to kind of catch on to. And like I said before, we can't always depend on our campaign guides. You know, it it plays a role in helping us and setting up a setting or a location or a conflict or even the resolution. However, like I even alluded to earlier, like not every every detail is answered like if the care if your player wants to go into the forbidden castle like and there's no page for the forbidden castle because it's kind of like it's the forbidden castle nobody's supposed to go in there what are you going to do just keep saying no to them that story will fall flat every time but here are a few ways for you to get started even this week and and it's going to be breaking it down through how do we storytell and that answered that's answered through what i call my one to one story rules where you have one path, one conflict, one scope, one audience, one resolution. So we are going to break these down. And you'll even hear me say this as, as podcasts keep going. I hate, and I will use that word, hate random tables, random decisions, random storytelling. I think you can use a encounter table and pick and choose what makes sense for the story. And again, I'm not hating on if you want to use this, go ahead. That's part of your story. That's part of who you are and what you love. And that's maybe some nuances to uh, your childhood and etc. But I'm just saying I can't stand them because I think it feels like I'll just pick something and see what happens. No, let's let's like make really good decisions for our game, for our people, for one another. Because time is of the essence. We are here to play not just a random game. We are we're here to to cry and 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 sweat blood. I don't know why you should be sweating blood. That's that's maybe maybe that's too far. But we're here to create memories with the people we love, aren't we? So let's unpack these one-to-one story rules that are going to help us to learn how to actually storytell and kick off our new skill that we're learning as we play and enjoy D&D. So number one is, is one path or one goal. And breaking that down a little bit, it's it's not just like one path, literally like take them on just like uh, one little journey. It's it's more than that. It's about one, even even boiling it down to one setting, one location even. Maybe think about it as one genre because I think that what happens is as we try to hit a huge path of, of story elements and 
different kinds and different ways. One session we're playing in a horror movie and then the next session taking off from like leaving off from that one point, we're then into this weird rom-com and it just feels uh, disconnected. Maybe you're in outer space and then you're then in a underground underdark, which again, I'm not saying you can't do that. And it actually may make more sense to do that in certain moments. However, it is way harder to juggle that when it comes to your story. I remember my first campaign that I did and man, I, I tried everything under the sun every session. One session, it was this infinity war based. Everyone get, we have to find these, uh, Asmonite crystal things and the next session it's they are um in a sort of seance moment with like dreams and stuff and yes like I said you could make that work but for me in that time that created so much more work then down the road it ended up being this weird juggle of like okay now they're fighting this this main boss and it's like we didn't even know that boss the entire 20 other sessions and never even heard their name. It, it just felt so hard to juggle because I was creating multiple paths and trying to then juggle to get him back onto this quote unquote main path. It didn't work. And even thinking about this players, don't try to change this too much. Listen to the story you're in well enough to not try to railroad the rest of the group. Oh, but my player, blah, blah, blah. No, not but your player, because you, which we'll talk about this in the future. You and your player, you, the player and the character, you get you both of us. We are way too, our goals are way too different. Right. Um, which we'll get down in, a, in another uh, another podcast down the road. But we got to set one path. And so that one path for GMs is thinking about what's the one setting? What's the one location? What's the one genre? I want to get us to live inside of. And for players, it's what's the one goal that my character is revolved around? Not trying to juggle the, oh, my parent, I'm on revenge for my parents' death, plus then I'm also single, mingle, ready to find true love, but then also I've got, uh, you know, my deity is telling me to go down this path. It's just like, it's just too much to juggle. So again, help yourselves in your story one path, simplify it, one goal. Thinking about this a little bit further too is, is number two is, is one conflict. Okay. One conflict, one BBEG, whatever you want to call it, embrace and apply one conflict, one main conflict, please. Sub conflicts that can, that, that we can add to our games can be so confusing, especially for players. Players. I don't know if you've ever experienced this where you get all of a sudden these different conflicts that then ask more questions questions and you're like what even are we doing right now the sub conflicts gms should actually support the main conflict that's happening so you really need to do what you need to do is to get it figured out ahead of time don't improvise this don't improvise your conflict don't improvise the goal don't improvise the um the main objective and and don't wait to uh, figure this out later, get it done early, because then you'll know exactly how to then live inside that one path that you created. This is honestly my favorite part about writing stories for D&D, is, is creating the major singular conflict and the, the 
the the bad person and their motives. I love writing that because that is then clear as day for my story. Everything is so simple. I'm like, oh yeah, duh, because I've written out the one main conflict and the one main motive for uh, the BBEG. And like I said, subconflicts are only fun. And I'll say this. Subconflicts are fun only if they connect and support the main conflicts. Because guess what? More problems equal more problems. Okay. Um, there's a there's this beautiful quote um, that uh, is from Dan Brown. Uh, uh, he does some pretty great master classes on screenplay and and some thriller writing. Um, he actually, that's what exactly what he does. He, he writes thriller novels. Um, he has this quote where it says, compelling plots are built on conflict. And it's imperative that you embrace conflict and drama in order to become a better storyteller. I love that because the two, see again, alliteration, I love it, compelling conflicts. Compelling conflicts require you to do what? Act on that conflict. So GM, if you're, conf- if you're really struggling to get your players to... Um, react and and move and set the pace as well, I'd ask yourself, do you have a compelling conflict right now? Is this session that I'm playing in have a, is compelling enough for me to actually want to act in an, in an engaging and creative way? And players, is identifying and thinking about this, you know what, this, this situation really isn't compelling for me. And why is that? And maybe talk to your GM about it. Or how can I cr- help create this situation to be more compelling with an additional sub-conflict that might be supportive to what? The main conflict. Man, I, I'm curious how many times I just said conflict. Anyway, but again, too many conflicts. Pick one central conflict. Uh, I In my second campaign that I wrote, I wrote out the main uh, BBEG and their main goal and centralized everything around that, and it was so helpful because it literally, from the beginning to the very end, I knew exactly what was going um, players, like I said, don't create more problems, <laughs> help support the main problem, create a path, one singular path, one singular conflict. And number three is one scope, narrow down the pace, everyone, the exploration and the details of it all. We are not writing a 10 year story like Marvel and with all these Easter eggs and stuff, you're writing a, you know, a potentially one session or multiple sessions and if you're lucky a year to two year long campaign which even then narrow down the pace narrow the exploration narrow down the details i'm gonna say narrow down the details get to the main important points now like don't do it later get to it now because we 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 get to the fluffy stuff gms we love our fluff we love the the fluffiness and the improvised fluff moments where we get to just you know uh it it does happen we don't necessarily enjoy the improvised fluff we love giving out the details that we've spent hours on but that improvised fluff does happen and what do we do i remember in my second campaign i wrote this whole narrative uh experience for my players where they were interacting with the spirits of the wood. It had so much additional fluffy info, all to get the players to understand that there is something called manifestation zones, which they can use as teleportation spots. That's really it. And I and I remember even writing this with my mom, writing down this like paragraph of the spirit of the wood to articulate what is happening and the manifestation zones and blah, 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 blah. So it's it's... 
narrow down the details, get to the fun stuff, get to the important stuff uh, sooner than later. And players, if you think that there needs like more information, if you need more, then just ask more questions about what's around or where you're at. I find that even as a GM, sometimes like I can't remember all the details. So sometimes having players even ask me, hey, is this in the room? Um, yeah, actually, it absolutely is in the room. Um, what do you want to do with it? And I've started trying to doing that as a player in my game that I'm a player in right now too. just constantly asking questions to help create more of, of understanding the situation. Um, but like I said, tell your GM ultimately what you want and need and GMs just give it to them. Don't we'll get to another time of conversing about no. And the word no is just the most, uh, unrewarding word <laughs> when you're playing D D. no uh anyway one scope narrow down the, the pace narrow down your details narrow down to make sure that it's just cut and dry super simple get to the good stuff and let the good stuff ride number four is one audience know your audience and audience is 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 ready to listen and engage yet your story can't be all things for all people. So know that, GM. I know you're. we're doing our best to try to accommodate everybody. We can't. Not every time, not every session. And players, 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 help us know what you want. I kind of wanted to get the cut scene to the notebook where they're, where they're like, tell me what you want. It's not that simple. Tell me what you want. Players, what do you want? Let us know. Because GMs, we, we, we want to just give you what you want. And we want to be able to enjoy what we want as well. So it's this like give and take of an understanding one another, the uh, us as audiences. But we need to engage the uh, your audience, engage each other. The goal is is to know how to follow the desires of the players and 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 what they're looking for within their characters, and how to follow the characters in the story. What do they want? And players ask a. Ask ahead of time for, you know, where things are, are heading so that you can potentially provide your GM a little bit of like what you might be looking for and also be specific. Um, uh, we're not losing the surprise um, GMs if they if the players know kind of what we want to do. We're not losing that surprise factor of a story. We're just trying to help ourselves to understand what kind of story do we want to tell? What are the uh, what's relevant for the player and relevant for the character and, and, and players? We want to kind of understand how do we base our character off of the story? I, I'm, I'm doing this one-off uh, one-shot for a group, and one of them texted us saying kind of like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to do this and this and this. And I was like, do whatever you want. That sounds great. I'm going to balance it around what you want, because now I know exactly what you want. And it felt so actually rewarding for me. Um, so please let all of us need to just communicate to one another what we're looking for within the story to know and engage one another. If they want horror, then let's really focus on anticipation and vivid, slow descriptions right if they're looking for a playful comedy then then we got to learn like to get pretty fast paced and, and begin to move within the story so please know your audience gms players know what you want and know what the gm is looking for as well and the last point here the last one in my one-to-one -one story rules is one resolution now this is somewhat harder because i would actually recommend not creating any resolution though 
but I would say I would have a simple guide to getting your players to a resolution. So hear me, not just the resolution, a resolution. And that a resolution will become the resolution. So again, ironically, the players and the GM work together on this one and need to listen to the story carefully. But however, that one resolution, though, it needs to be simple or at least set up simply. Um, you know, if, if it's not simple, then your resolution will take a long, long time. I remember, again, running another campaign. Um, actually, right now, I'm running it, and I have no idea where, how, and where, how, when they're going to solve the problem. <laughs> we ha- They know exactly what the problem is. They know who the, the conflict is. They know the specific rough path. They're getting there. However, they have no, we, none of us know how it's actually going to resolve. But they know everything else that could then help them get to that one resolution. So if you're in your game, you know, um, right now and you're, you're like running as a GM and you're running a circle around the resolution, help ask the players to help you with the resolution and just let them find that resolution themselves and say, yes, don't say no, just say yes and let it land somewhere better to land somewhere than never to land at all. So again, with all of these different aspects, the one path, your one conflict, your one scope, your one audience, your one resolution, it's a very simplified way of looking at D&D, how to storytell a little bit better within your game. And I would encourage you to even just write down within your, your sessions this week, just what's the one path this week? What's the one conflict? How do I narrow down the details to get them to the main points for the scope? What do the players want this week? Like, what are they looking for? And how can that then resolve? Or how can I help potentially uh, simply guide the players so that they can resolve it? And same thing for you players coming into this week of what's the path that we are on? What is the conflict? What are the main details that I need to know and remember going into this next session? What is the What are the aspects that my, my group wants to hit on and engage with and what is, what's a resolution here that would make me feel so uh, proud of what we're doing and what we're creating together as a group? So listen, I love D&D so much, but even more so, I love storytelling and helping others put to practice good storytelling for their D&D games. So please do me a favor, like, subscribe, and hit the bell on YouTube. And for Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please go ahead and follow and subscribe and also share just so that we can all continue to grow in what it means to learn how to storytell within D&D. A new episode will drop every Monday, and I want to make sure that you also get notified for that. But also, comment below, what are some problems or questions you have about storytelling or roadblocks that you're having within your story right now? And feel free to even message me on Instagram at GMSmudge. Love to to message and, and chat through and support you and your game as a player or GM any way that I can. And lastly, make sure you add value to your games so that your games become more memorable. See you later.